If only life had a remote control, you could pause or rewind. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. Take the one-minute risk test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. It seems investment professionals are actually quite bad at telling when people are lying. This is Journal Report. Timely topics, important information from The Wall Street Journal. Welcome to Journal Report. I'm Jennifer Strong in New York. Our next guest says if you're counting on investment professionals to sniff out financial fraud, don't. Joining us now via Skype from San Jose, California, is Wall Street Journal contributor Deborah Gage. Deborah, new research suggests investment professionals are so poor at distinguishing the truth tellers from liars you say they might as well flip a coin. That's true, Jennifer. They're no better than the general public at detecting lies. And it turns out that's a very hard thing to do because liars give few visual cues of their performance. You can shift your eyes, you can pause, hesitate, twist in your chair, and none of those things indicate that you are necessarily lying. Right. could just be nervous. I mean, tell us more about this test. What kinds of things did it look at? So this was a test devised by uh, faculty at, at John Jay College in New York. Dr. Maria Hartwig, the main uh, author of, of the study, is a professor of psychology at the College of Criminal Justice. And she put investment professionals through four tests, one of which was a test of listening to quarterly conference calls of companies that were later um, sanctioned by the Securities and Exchange Commission to see if they could tell when people were lying. There were people talking about participation in a, in a crime, people asking for the return of loved ones. And in, in every test, there were truth tellers and, and liars. And the corporate conference calls were put in because that was closest to investment professionals' work, you know, what they might encounter in their in their daily routine. And they did poorly. They did poorly. And, and they actually were, they did a little worse on the conference calls than they did in the other three tests that, that had nothing to do with their daily work. They had what Dr. Hartwig called a truth bias. They would assume that people were were telling the truth when sometimes they were not. And so their ability to detect lies got worse in that situation. And they also did worse when they were highly confident, like 90% confident that, that they knew someone was lying or telling the truth. So added benefit of the doubt for people most like them or the type of people they would be most likely to encounter at work. That's right. Now I'm super curious, did you take this test yourself? How do you think most beat reporters would do on that test? You know, it's an interesting question. No, I I did not take the test. This was an, an academic paper that was published in February. But it is something for a reporter or anyone in a profession where you need to interview people to think hard about. Dr. Hartwig also has, as part of her work, trained like police officers, detectives, people who investigate crimes to do a better job at detecting lies. There's a, a methodology she's developed where, where you come in very prepared and then you ask a series of questions designed to make a liar at some point deviate from the story that they're telling. But 
Other than that, it's hard. You know, as, as I said, there are a few visual cues, so you can't really tell by looking at a person. Wow. So since it seems unlikely most financial analysts would be able to grill people in quite that way over a conference call, did the researcher offer any ideas for what the industry should do? Well, um, and, and she did say that the test put the researchers at a disadvantage because they couldn't ask any questions at all. They, they could only listen. And and researchers do, on real conference calls, ask questions. There is a time when they can do that, although they don't get to grill right. CEO, you know. And in some cases, companies are, are quite particular about who they give access to for interviews of a CEO. So basically, she just said training to ask questions and and not training them to go by visual cues of a person. And there is training like that offered, she said, and she thinks it's not scientifically valid. We're talking about a new test that looks at how well financial advisors do at telling truth from fiction, and you're listening to Journal Report from The Wall Street Journal. If only life had a remote control, you could pause or rewind. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. Take the one-minute risk test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Thanks for listening, everyone. Deborah, what did we learn here about protecting our finances? Well, I think one thing we learn is that investors themselves have to be more aware of where they've invested their money and not just rely on other people to do research for them. I mean, anyone this test shows, I think, can be fooled by a liar, but it follows that anyone could learn to be a better lie detector. There have been millions, billions of dollars lost over the years to financial fraud, some very famous cases like Enron. And, you know, investors have gotten burned in those situations, but I think people need to be more aware and just protect themselves by being more knowledgeable. Did anything surprise you working on this piece? It surprised me how bad investment professionals were, but really they're no worse than the rest of us. I guess it... (laughs) It surprised me that you couldn't look at a person and and get some clue from their behavior that they were lying. But many studies have been done on this, and no, you can't. That's Wall Street Journal contributor Deborah Gage in San Jose, California. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I'm Jennifer Strong in the newsroom in New York. For more insights, enable the Wall Street Journal skill on any device with Amazon Alexa. Get all of our podcasts, as well as the latest news and market updates. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously.